This is The Immigrant View, a podcast for immigrants by immigrants. Welcome to the show. The Immigrant View is brought to you by ImmigrantNetworks.com. This is The Immigrant View with Ayo Oweduni. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's podcast, The Immigrant View with Ayo Oweduni. I have with me Sam Abdullah, the man himself. Uh, Sam is a realtor. Uh, he's worked with many, many, he works with many, many investors to help them with their properties. Uh, he's helped me a lot. Um, and, and funny, Sam, I don't think you ever, you, you knew this. I was in sales class one day and, you know, we we're talking about sales and things like that. And I gave you as an example to the entire class of someone that has been excellent in the area of sales, keeping up with people. At least every three weeks, I get a text or a call from Sam saying, hey, just checking in on you, just seeing how things are going, yada, yada, yada. You know, you might think it's not relevant, but the minute my wife and I decided we wanted to buy a property, boom, the next day, Sam is calling, hey, just checking in on you. See how things are going, you know, and we, we were just like, okay, you know what? All right, let's do it. Let's let's work with Sam on this one. So uh, you've been a great example of that. But Sam is an immigrant. Sam is a realtor. Sam works with investors. And I felt he would be a great person that could really help to create, I want to call it a soft landing for immigrants around the area of building wealth through the power of real estate. Um, Sam is someone that can really enlighten us on that and really just share. Sam, don't go too fast for people here, you know, because uh, we this, this is real estate 101. Got to keep it simple. Immigrants. Yes, I've grown, I've matured a lot since then, so I'm excited to keep it simple, relevant, and then we can get more specific with people as they, you know, inquire and as they go further. Absolutely. And one thing I'm also thinking about, Sam, is possibly... Another time we should do a topic on how to buy your first home you know, yes, as well absolutely. for immigrants. Absolutely. I, I think that would really be good. What should you be thinking about? What should you do? But for today, we're talking about building um, uh, wealth through the power of real estate. But tell us your story first. Uh, when yeah. did you come to Canada? When did you move here? Were you born here? Yes, I was um, actually born here. So I was the youngest of four children. Okay. And uh, my parents were born back then. My dad, uh, my dad passed last May, and okay. so we uh, we had thank you. Um, so we we really like to you know when I got into real estate, I got in in 2015, and uh, I remember you know just searching real estate all the time and and reading Rich Dad Poor Dad, and that was kind of the big catalyst to a lot of people, mm-hmm. and just realizing that I would love to have this information. And you know, originally when I told my wife, I took a, a flipping formula course, which was about thirty thousand dollars, <laughs> without asking my wife, which was pretty funny. Uh, she was good with it. We're still married. Is, isn't that funny? <laughs> Hey, I, I think I did married. the same thing. <laughs> We're still married. And I just got the entrepreneur in me. And I said, it ignited a passion. Even though I never started that company, even though I, I kind of dabbled in it, I realized I loved being on the service side and the client experience side. And then it went into real estate with this kind of being, not being transactional yet, being someone that you can help your clients build wealth. Mm. Because for me, like leadership is a big value. Growth is a big value. So helping people win together and then build more wealth and see their plan and seeing how it could be 
more of a planning approach to real estate and wealth rather than just a transactional approach like hey i'm going to sell you a house and i'll drop you cookies off and never talk to you ever again so um <laughs> that by the way sam you owe me cookies uh, yes i do owe you cookies <laughs> um so you know growing myself to be able to learn that part of it and while i've been on my journey through different things like um and i'll talk to you briefly about that when mm -hmm. i've had great mentors I've learned about tracking net worth. I've worked with mm -hmm. some amazing people that, um, you know, one Sandy McKay, he, he has uh, they have about 200 doors. And so the point wow. is that it allowed me to open my mind to what's possible, right? Mm -hmm. uh, what people are able to do and, and be able to help give that to people who are starting or people mm -hmm. who have a lot of limiting beliefs on, I'm not able to invest in real estate. I'm not this, I'm not that helping break the epigenetics of, Oh, my family has to work hard and we have to have a job. And this is our only income mm. helping them break through that and helping them get into another property and see the value and really the dollarized return, right? How much can they get? What does that mean for them? Whatever that mm. number is that will allow them to do X, whether it's paying off their mortgage or getting uh, their education paid for and getting kids, their kids a property. So mm. Mm. that's been a big passion for me and it comes out very easily and um, that's where we started affluence real estate group two years ago um, building family legacies kind of having that specialty and being able to help clients with residential real estate yet mainly on that focus oh fantastic okay so thanks for that if i'm a new i'm new in canada you know, I've been around for a few months and I've been hearing about this real estate and it sounds scary, but also sounds like a great opportunity to, to build wealth. I know in the 70s, my mom, my mom used to buy a lot of properties back in Nigeria. So yeah. but by the time it was like 10 years ago, you know, she was buying a 20,000 Naira, which was our currency. And now the same property was worth millions and millions. You know, this is like 30 years later. Uh, kind of thing, which is just phenomenal. Um, so if, if I'm a new immigrant, so I'm here, I probably dabbled in it in my country, or I've heard about it. And here is a great opportunity. What would you say would be my first steps in getting involved in real estate? It's such a vast topic. And there's yeah. so many things that you can get sucked into. I think um, we can narrow it down. I think that would be a, That's a great question. I would say, um, figuring out not necessarily a big why, however, the reason for that wealth. So is it moving you toward some freedom, right? So that value or your values on that can help you guide guardrail your decision making. So for example, when I was about to lease a car that was quite expensive, I said, is this getting me away from freedom or towards freedom? Well, it's mm -hmm. getting me away from freedom. So I'm going to decide to maybe buy a property and invest in the family's future. Mm -hmm. So having your values, having what's important to you, um, is a great start. And then start looking into some podcasts. There's um, uh, Real Estate Investing Canada with Sarah Larby, uh, mm -hmm. Where to Invest. There's the Breakthrough Real Estate Investing Podcast. These are all free. So there's no reason not to get involved in that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, join a meetup group or have, there's the Right Club, uh, Real Estate Investing Club. There's paid, there's free ones. Um, get into someone that's been, that's done at least uh, at a bit of a higher level, or at least has a couple properties where you'd like to be. Mm -hmm. When you have that, then it starts opening your mind on what's possible. Because I think that if you're speaking to people that either are limited in their mindset, really knowing that 
if you're looking for advice, like for example, if you're looking for advice on a broken tooth, you're not going to go to your neighbor and ask them, Hey, you know, what do I do on this? Do I need fillings? <laughs> really right. doesn't make any sense. You're going to go to the expert on that particular to- topic. So when it comes to us uh, helping clients or the market, they can come to us when it mm. comes to a financial planning call. So the next thing would be get in contact with, with a realtor um, like myself or our team, have a plan- f- financial planning call with uh, one of the brokers we've worked with. Mm. We curated a team around us that are not just giving us referrals. They're actually aimed to be around the client experience. Mm. And mostly really good with um, making sure that the clients um, have a good planning approach, right? We understand their financial picture. Everybody's different. So there's really no one size fits all solution. Mm -hmm. And being able to make sure that we have a plan for them so then they can lay the foundation. I'll give you a good example. Um, We've had a client where they went to a broker that was really all about selling like the mortgages and getting it done. And this broker gave them some, this client had about two properties and this broker gave them really unwell advice, uh, told them mm-hmm. to refinance a primary residence and, and, and rather than their investment property. And it wasn't going to lay the foundation. Now, this particular client went to one of our brokers and uh, he got advice on ref. Anyways, the whole point, he got the right advice. So now next year, he'll be able to access money in his primary home nice. to invest or even fix up that property and actually increase the value, which we talk about in other stuff to mm-hmm. get more money to buy another one. Um, mm. The whole point of, of that. So yeah, not to go on a tangent, those would be the things I'd recommend, get a plan in place, kind of figure out what's important to you and start, um, start there, right? What is your goal? Um, if you got on a planning call or join a webinar, we'll be happy to, to send you one. If you have people that are requesting it that we did, mm-hmm. That webinar talked about the power of one property, um, dollarizing your return. What does that numbers number mean? Um, And yet at the same time, it's um, getting a planning call, understanding your situation, (coughs) finding out your big why, uh, what's it moving you towards? Where are you right now? Where would you like to be? And um, yeah, helping you break those limiting beliefs on investing in real estate because anybody can do it and it is a learned skill. So I trust that helps and wasn't too... Absolutely. It it does. So I I remember our first property that we purchased. uh, We had a a, a, we had a great realtor and a great broker that that really helped in terms of advice. And then he was like, you know what, Io, don't buy a big house. That was that was my dream. I wanted something huge, you know, that you can show your family and friends and I have made it. And it's like, no, (laughs) don't buy a big house. I remember I was already struggling once he started that sentence. I didn't want to hear anything else. Uh, but he was like, "One, well, don't buy a big house. Buy something small and rent out the basement. You know, find a duplex. In fact, find a, a, a triplex. I wish I got a triplex. I only got a duplex. And it's like, rent it out and renovate it, you know. And then we did that. And within a year, the property appreciated ridiculously. Now, not every property in every city is going to appreciate the way that mine appreciated within that first year. But I do think that uh, information education, like you're saying, Sam, is so important uh, to helping people out at, at the end of the day. What, what sort of books would you recommend people read uh, to be able to just get their mindset around real estate and beyond that, invested in real estate. Yeah. Um, there's actually one I'm reading right now, the simple path to wealth. Um, that's on audible. And I think it's also there. 
um, psychology of money. When you talked about the keeping up with the Joneses, um, they talk about how money is being, we spend money from a emotional and psychological psychology standpoint. Mm. Uh, so, you know, when people, when our parents or people were going through the great depression, how those pattern, those patterns of thinking carried on to us. And until we break those patterns, we're not able to see past that. Um, mm. That's where we have these books to help us break through those patterns and see what is, is actually possible. Um, mm. And, you know, my coach, my real estate coach always said too, that if you have the thought, it's already there in the universe or in the world that it's there for you. It's just, you haven't, you have that thought that means it's actually there. Um, so books, there's a millionaire real estate investor. I know you're big on that one. Um Rich Dad Poor Dad is a really good book for the mindset and becoming a business owner and being on the one side of the quadrant where you have money working for you um, and you're not just focused on, you know, earning an income or, you know, which is nothing wrong with that. That's one. Uh, what else we got back here? We have a couple others. Um, Millionaire Real Estate Investor is really good because it talks about being proactive with a database or if you're looking for properties to let people know that, A, you're look, you know, this is what how you could position yourself as someone you that family member would invest their equity in mm-hmm. when you buy a property what are some things that you would look for um and then because it's such a vast topic you learn as you go and taking the action to just make one iteration one step a lot of people have this all or nothing thinking where i got to get it perfect the first time i got to get it all right and that just that doesn't give the confidence to take action. You know, mm. um, we did a great webinar, which um, I'll make sure that I get, uh, we get a link to it or whatever. It was mm-hmm. called Pass mm-hmm. to the Good Life. And it was one investment property, right? How do you leverage that to pay your mortgage faster? And I'm not going to get into details. Um, that was a pretty, that's a great one. Uh, what else we have here? So Simple Path to Wealth, uh, Richest Man in Babylon. Um, that's a really yeah. good book. Uh, talking mm-hmm. about, you know, how you can take, a certain percentage of your income and, and, you know, move that aside profit first uh, you know, if you're running a business or, you know, paying yourself a profit and making mm-hmm. sure that you're putting, you're allocating that money accordingly. Um, and you're not, yeah, you're focusing on that. So if you, whether you have a business or you're, you know, you're working as an income um, making sure you're putting that money aside to, to invest, if a great opportunity mm-hmm. comes up. Um, a really great saying was if you have, you know, if you knew what you knew years ago, would you buy the same property? Would you buy the one, the neighbor right on the same street? And the answer is yes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And when we did our webinar, essentially we talked about the average price per square foot over 10, 12 years, and it was still increased, even though we had the dips and the peaks. Mm -hmm. So the point was, is over time, you know, looking at it logically, people need to live somewhere. People are working from more places. People are expanding to other areas. People are looking. So real estate's going to be there. In conclusion with that, you don't have to be, I guess, you don't have to be an expert to know that uh, increased demand because maybe there's less confidence, consumer confidence in other markets. Right. Um, maybe people are looking for that as a vehicle for their education for their kids. Mm. Right. Mm. And if that, that fund or whatever costs a couple hundred bucks, and we looked at the dollarized return and said, hey, over owning this property, you're going to have X in your account. That's going to give you so much for your family and mapping that out. Wow. Um, does that help answer that question? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Fantastic. Um, so there, there are many different aspects of uh, real estate. I'm sure we can't get into all of it today. There is 
you are a realtor, um, you know, then there is the being a broker, there is the being an investor. And then even within investments, uh, there's the commercial, there's the residential, um, there's wholesaling, uh, there's there the bird stuff. dogs uh, as well. There, like, there are just so many different aspects and areas of real estate. How do you, what is your advice for people as they're listening in and they're hearing and they're thinking to themselves, okay, which of these uh, areas and yeah. everyone has a pro and con. Every single area yeah, has. Yeah, yeah, is, uh, yeah. What would you say would be your advice for, for people trying to determine which area to focus on? Well, I would say getting a great mentor, um, finding out your plan, where you'd like to be, because that'll determine where, you, where you're going to go individually. And then having a realtor that knows that, which is important. Um, being able to track what is your net worth, right? What is your assets minus your liabilities? Where are you right mm -hmm. now? And where would you like to be? And why is that important? For example, if you'd like to have a passive income or an income of, let's say, $40,000 a year, maybe that's going to help you with a certain income or housing and, and uh, necessities, mm -hmm. then we work backwards, right? And the Simple Path to Wealth talks about that 4%, which is very low, but however, it's pretty conservative. That would, a million dollar net worth would give someone 40000 a year of passive income. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so how can, what can we do to get you there? Knowing that not everything is a home run. So hearing that, oh, I got to get cash for this, cash for that. Make good financial decisions. Um, educate mm -hmm. yourself on how money works. Mm -hmm. Make the good financial decisions that are going to allow you to get further ahead by tracking your net worth to see if, is this purchase going to help me or hinder me? Um, and is this going to get me further ahead? Eventually I'll have the lifestyle that, for example, that will be able to, um, that will be a drop in the bucket. And that, that uh, asset that's not appreciating might not be a big hit. It might be like buying a biscuit or a coffee kind of thing. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. kind of the goal. And a lot of people get it backwards where they buy, like you said, that big house or that big car, the expensive, et cetera. I mean, I bought a, my, my used a CRV. The point is allowing me to get further and knowing the impact of that decision and where that's right. going to take me. Um, your question also, yeah, getting started. Um, knowing that whatever your goal is, you map out that plan, whether that's, you know, buying a home, living in a room and renting other rooms, there are options for you. There might be a grant you could talk to the government. I'm not actually to have to look it up with a mortgage broker as we speak. They're always changing. Um, that's where part of our team is good because we take you through a life cycle. If you're not ready or you're getting educated, we'll take you there. Once you got the money, because it takes time to get the money in or to get the money freed, then we go shopping and we know your goals. So then we can start looking based around your goals. So we're narrowing the focus because you type in Google, like investment property, you're going to get a million different things and it will any, anything, it'll leave you taking no action. Hmm. So too many things. Hmm. Thank you so much. So let, let me just leave with this quick story that I heard from my neighbor. I sold a property um, two years ago. Wow. Two years ago now. And, you know, my neighbor was asking, how much did I sell it for? And I told him the amount. And he was like, you know, I owe 26 years ago is an older man. Uh, 26 years ago, I bought this property for $19,000. And he was like, you know, he remembers sitting with the neighbor and they were constantly complaining of how mortgage, I think it was, he said it was probably about $150 or something at that point was too expensive and ridiculous. And he refused, he didn't want to pay or something like that. 
His house was whatever it was, 19,000. I don't remember the number he shared, but it was really low. When I sold mine, it was like 520 or something like that. Of course, this is 30-year difference. And he was, so when he heard the number that I shared with him, you see his eyes lit up. And he was like, if I had known then, I'll. I would have bought every house on this street. I love that. And I just thought that was amazing that he was able to share that. His property was 19000 and he was complaining about the mortgage. Here we are in 2021. We're probably complaining about the mortgage. Ten years from now, where is that property going to be in terms of equity and in terms of value? So I think what Sam is saying is extremely important. Sam, how do people contact you if they want to further have a conversation with you? And can you also talk to them about, you did, you, you sat with me once and we talked about, you know, what is your plan over the next few years? You know, we worked through that. So can you just, how can they contact you? And then also that planning aspect of things. Yeah. And, and to your point too, with the planning, um, you know, doing something that your future self will be thankful for, because, you know, when you make that decision, you'll look back um, and it might be, and Dion, I think Dion said this really well as a mortgage broker, he said, your, your kids will either be landlords or renters and you have the power to choose. So you have mm. that power to choose. And, and so that's knowing that the actions you're taking today, the information you're getting today will set you up for that future um, success. So how can people reach us? Uh, they can reach us, um, email sam at soldbysamkw.com or they can call or text um, 519-574-3532. Wherever you are, we'd love to have a conversation with you to help point you in the right direction. Mm -hmm. And we really would like to make an impact to help more people you know, get aware about how money really works, how they can use real mm -hmm. estate. Um, the bank clearly sees it as less risky because they're providing, you, know, you provide a certain amount, they're providing four times more of the amount. And we won't get into the details. The point is they see it less risky. So with that being said, you're earning a return on your and the bank's money. So you're making money off that. And, and a lot of investors in that webinar, which we'll link in somehow link in the shows notes um, that they're using. A lot of investors don't have that same money. They've used previous property. Um, Adrian Panazzo is a great example in Hamilton. They have about 250 doors with Sandy and they have, um, he started on a townhouse uh, seven, eight years ago. Wow. So just to show you that anything is really possible when mm -hmm. you have a plan. And, and like I said, if you think about it, it's already there in the universe, if you will. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Plan. You had Thank a question you. about the plan, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. So we've, we've always refined this. Like our client experience is all about making sure that it's one-to-one. -one, it's a planning approach. Um, it's not, yeah, you got to buy it because of this. It's going to be, what is your, what are your goals? Where have you gone through in that process? Have you had a financial planning call? And that's the reason I don't wear the mortgage broker hat because I need to be specific on my expertise, which is, you know, if you buy this property, how are your returns going to be? Um, mm -hmm. What's the difference on, you know, buying multi or buying single? And, you know, how do you analyze a property? Those are things that we would do with you. So really challenging to say all in one call. I would say, though, we would definitely get into detail based on your goals and after your financial picture planning call with one of the brokers that we work with. Fantastic. Sam, awesome, man. Thank you so much for your time. Short, sweet, but uh, I always enjoy these conversations with you. And uh, yeah, thanks for always checking in. I might not respond all the time, but you've been so consistent. It's uh, you're the most consistent uh, person that I've ever met around things like this. So yeah, thanks. Thanks for the great work you're doing, man.
Thanks so much. I appreciate you uh, bringing change to the community and uh, helping raise up uh, immigrants and people coming to Canada. So thanks again. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Why don't you do us a favor and share this podcast with a friend or colleague? The Immigrant View is brought to you by ImmigrantsNetworks.com. Hi, I'm Nick Narani, founder and CEO of Immigrant Networks. Listen, if you're an immigrant or an international student looking to find a job and expand your network in Canada, Immigrant Networks is for you. Immigrant Networks, we say networking to get working. It is a community built by immigrants just like you to help you overcome one of the biggest challenges that immigrants have when they come here, and that is finding and retaining a job. Visit our website today and get matched within days with someone from your profession and learn and grow. Immigrant Networks. Networking to get working. Music provided by bentsound.com.